you have good intentions. You want to spend time with the Lord, but things get in the way. I get it. But I want to challenge you today. If things are consistently getting in the way of your time with God, it's time to consider your priorities and your values. Are you putting things before God in your heart and in your mind? Today, we're digging deep and we are exposing these idols so you can break free from them so God can take his rightful place in your life. Hey mama, welcome to the Nourished Mom podcast, where you're going to learn how to find balance between homeschooling, housework, and all the other things. God is calling your family to a life of peace and goodness, even on those days when you're trying to remember why you chose to homeschool, you just want a minute to yourself, and you're overwhelmed with a million things to do. If you're ready for simple routines, time management strategies, and biblical mindsets to transform your days from on balance to intentional, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some independent work, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 15 minutes while we dig into today's show. So this week, we've been talking about practical ways to make time and space for God in your busy days. We've talked about habit hacks. We've talked about setting up a routine for Bible study. And I really hope that these tools make it easier for you to make that space for God in your day. But I really want to talk about a bigger issue that's at hand. And honestly, God has been bringing it to my attention for the last couple weeks. I've had multiple people ask me to pray against this power in their life that's keeping them from connecting with God. Then that same week, it was the topic of children's church. The lesson that week was all about idols. The issue, when, we, when we're having a hard time making space for God, it's not an issue of time. We all have the same amount of time. And it's not even really an issue about how we choose to spend our time, but it, it goes deeper. It's a heart issue. We're putting things before God in our hearts and in our minds. We have all built up idols. The definition of idolatry, which is straight from the children's church curriculum the other week, is a sin of the heart in which we love and value something else above God. And like, honestly, this has been a struggle for humans since the Garden of Eden, right? They loved the idea of being like God more than they loved obeying God. It's the original sin. And this sin has continued throughout history, right? When God rescued the Israelites out of Egypt, Moses went up the mountain to pray to God. And like, I don't really know how long he was up there, but it didn't seem like very long before they started making a literal idol that they were bowing down to. They were worshiping a golden calf. But every time people worship idols, we're led away from God. And being away from God, that is where our stress, our anxiety, our discontent comes from. And you know this, right? I I told you how when I asked in the Facebook group recently what habit you wanted to build, most of you said time with God because we know that when we're apart from God, that's, that's when we're not 
content. We are, we are created to be in relationship with God, right? You've seen the benefits of that peace. And if you're a new, if you're a new Christian and you, you're not sure if you've seen the benefits for you, I benefits yet, I promise that this is for you. Jesus died for each of us so we can be reconciled to God. Psalm 1611 says, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. We are not created to live our lives apart from God. We are not created to put him in a box and only take him out on Sundays or when we need help with something. We are created to live in his presence and to have deep relationships with him. But things get in the way. Honestly, we get in the way. So today we're going to talk about three ways to expose these things, these idols in our lives that are keeping us from spending time with God, that are keeping us from connecting with God, and that are keeping us from being an example of his love to the people around us. So first, I want to talk about like the elephant in the room. We have this big issue we have an idol to ourselves, right? We we raise ourselves up higher than other people, our needs up higher than the needs of the people around us. And that's just like really natural for humans. It's hard to even help it because our vision can be so clouded. We don't even think that we're doing it. And it causes us to be naturally selfish and then respond accordingly when things don't go the way that we want. So it's kind of like a toddler throwing a tantrum, right? We see a toddler throwing a tantrum. They don't get what they want. They start kicking and screaming. And you might say like, well, I'm an adult. I don't do that. But we throw our own types of tantrums. So for example, the other day, Silas was sick. like, And he was sick for like so many days, like throwing up for like five days. It was pretty terrible. But um, towards the end of this, I was really like, I was starting to be like, I can't do this anymore. Like we need to get back to our normal routines. Like I'm stressed. This is too much. And like almost like trying to convince him that he's not sick. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're feeling better, buddy. But anyway, he he put a glass of water on the couch, like not on anything, just like on the cushion of the couch. And I sat down not seeing a glass of water and the water spilt all over me. And I got up and I was so angry because I was already overwhelmed and then I'm like who does that like why would you put a glass of water on the couch like why would you do that and he was like well I was too sick to reach over to bend over and get the glass of water and I was so like well now I'm soaking wet and honestly I don't have any energy for this because I've been dealing with your sickness for five days and like then it like I just stopped for a second like how selfish Am I being, I'm throwing a tantrum because I'm not getting what I want, right? I want my day to go the way I want it to go. I want my butt to not be wet from water on the couch, (laughs) but I'm not even considering his needs and his wants. Like he obviously doesn't want to be sick, but here I am throwing a tantrum and we all do it. I know I'm not alone, right? (laughs) But the thing is, we're called to die to self. Philippians 2.3 tells us, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Right? We're supposed to put other people's needs before our own. So this idol of self, it's kind of like the root 
of all of the other idols that start to creep into our lives. And these other things, often we're not even aware of them, right? We're not even aware that they're keeping us from going deeper with God. We're not even aware that they're keeping us from responding in the way that the Lord asks us to. So before we jump into these three areas of how to identify these idols, I just want to ask that the Lord helps us, that he, that he points out when we are putting ourselves before others, when we are putting things before him so that we can walk more closely with him, so we can be an example of his love to our family instead of yelling at them when they're sick and there's water on the couch. So three areas that will help us to identify the idols in our lives are how we spend our time, what we think about, and where are my notes? Your emotions, how you're reacting. So these three things, how you spend your time, how you spend your thought life, and how you react can really help us to identify the idols in our lives. Okay, so how you spend your time. So we talk about not having enough time for Bible study, but what are we using our time for, right? Certainly you're doing something with your time. What are we doing? Are we scrolling on social media? Like there's nothing really wrong with that, but there is if it comes before God. Are we exercising? Are we cleaning? Are we watching TV? What are the things that are coming in the way of that Bible study that we say we want to do? Because if they're coming in the way, we're putting them before God. So are these things an idol to you? Exercise, cleaning, entertainment can be good things. They are blessings from the Lord, but not if you put them before him. So what is at the root of you continuously putting these things first? Dig a little bit deeper. Are you always exercising in the morning, but never getting to your Bible study? How come? Is it pride? Is it because you want to look good? Is it fear of man? You're afraid of what others think, so you feel like you have to look a certain way? Is it the feeling, you love the feeling of exercising? Is it social media? Are you always on social media instead of being in the word? Sometimes these are the same idols. Are you trying to impress others? Or maybe you're just trying to seek seek comfort, that dopamine hit that comes when we get stimulated by social media, when we read the comments. But this fades so quickly. Lasting comfort is in the Lord. You'll keep scrolling and scrolling, but you're never going to find true satisfaction unless you connect with God. So what are you putting before God with your time? What is keeping you from getting into the word or spending time in prayer? Dig deeper. Why are you putting these things first? What are you seeking? What is What are you holding before God? And it's not like God doesn't want you to work out or clean your house or to enjoy entertainment but he does want you to put him first, right? In Matthew, we're told, seek first the kingdom of God. All right, the second area I want you to consider is your thought life. What are you thinking about? What you think about matters, right? It has so much power because you're literally thinking all day. So your thoughts influence your beliefs, how you react, your relationships with others, and your relationship with God. Are your thoughts leading you closer to God or are they leading you closer to the world? And recently, I've been experiencing this in a new, deeper way. I've talked a little bit about the fasting that I've been doing. And when I'm fasting, 
I make it a priority to have my thoughts focused on the Lord and I try to be continuously in prayer, right? Because every time I feel hungry or feel the need to go on social media, which apparently is pretty frequently, (laughs) which I start to notice, you know, it actually is pretty frequent and you don't notice it until you take those things away. But when I feel that trigger to do those things, I pray. And then I ask God for his will. I pray for others. And it's been super amazing. It's like a spiritual high. (laughs) But every aspect of my life has been affected through this because my thoughts are in the right place. Like my school days are easier. Um, My relationships are better. But I've noticed that sometimes right after I break my fast, that my focus quickly goes back to the world and how I can please myself. I start thinking about, you know, what's for dinner tonight and um, what we're doing next weekend. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when these thoughts don't leave room for prayer, reflection on God and his truth, then we're seriously going to miss out on God's peace and joy. And I see that because there is a vast difference in the peace and joy I have when I'm fasting and then when I'm not fasting. So I'm praying now, trying to figure out like, Lord, obviously I can't fast all the time. (laughs) Like I need to eat food. (laughs) But like, how can I carry that over more, that focus on the Lord um, into my everyday not fasting life. And I've, I've noticed some great progress. Um, the Lord has definitely been changing my hearts and transforming my mind, my hearts, my heart. Definitely been changing my heart and transforming my mind. All right, but what do you consistently think about? Because your thoughts are going to reveal idols. Are there certain topics or patterns that crowd out your thoughts? These are idols that you're putting before God. Maybe you're constantly thinking about what other people think or what you're going to post on social media or how you're going to get healthier or the things that you want to buy or maybe you're always thinking about work. These things are idols if you're putting them before God, if you're constantly thinking about them. So become aware of your thoughts and consider first, are your thoughts aligned with God's truths? And second, are they consuming your mind and crowding out room for Christ? So I used to always think about health and nutrition. I mean, I, after I had Forrest, my second son, I did not feel well and I ended up going back to school for nutrition and I was obsessed. Like that was all I would think about. And then I started to realize that I was obsessed. And honestly, like, yes, nutrition really helped me to feel better like in my body. But I will tell you that even the physical healing It wasn't until I started putting God first that I really saw the most healing physically. No matter what I changed, like yes, I made progress with nutrition and diet, but it wasn't until I put God first that I saw huge changes. Our thoughts are important. What we put first is important. And we're told to take every thought captive. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, We destroy arguments in every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. So be aware of your thoughts. And when they're not aligned with God's truth, take them captive. If they're crowding out room for God, take them captive and say no and decide to put your thoughts somewhere else. Okay, the third area that will help you to identify your idols is how you react. So uh, I got angry, right, about Silas putting the cup of water on the couch. Like, who does that? I did it. (laughs) But really, it was about control and comfort. 
How dare you do something that would make me all wet? Now I have to change. I just sat down. I've been working all day. I've been dealing with sickness all day. I just want to sit down, right? Me, me, me. How I reacted in that situation showed what I was putting first. Another reaction that I often see moms fall prey to, and I think the book Parenting by Paul David Tripp really put this to light for me. Um, when, When we're out in public and our kids aren't behaving and we get angry, but why do we get angry? Because we're embarrassed. You know, it's, it's not usually our reaction isn't about teaching the kids right from wrong, but we're embarrassed. Like, how dare you embarrass me? We're worried about what others think, trying to please man. If we're reacting and getting angry when this is happening because our kids are embarrassing us, what is the idol there, right? Our, how we look to other people. What about if you just clean the house and your kids and your husband, he, he makes a mess too, come in and leave a mess right after you just cleaned? How are you going to react to that? How you act, how you react will reveal what are you holding a priority? What are you putting first? God calls us to be ambassadors of his love. Second Corinthians 5.20 says, Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. So ambassador is someone who represents Christ to other people. When our emotions get in the way, we're putting other things before God. Our need or our want for a clean house or for control or our pride or the way we want other people to see us or our comfort. These are things that are coming before God because they're coming in the way of how God is asking us to show his love to other people. How we find space for God, how we honor God extends into not only how we spend our time, but how we think and how we react. And when we're having a hard time focusing or finding time for God, really it has nothing to do with time. It has to do with the fact that we're putting things before Jesus. And I'm not here to condemn, right? I'm right there with you. I'm fighting the same battle. But we need to be aware of what that battle is. It is a battle for what will reign in your heart. God or the idols that you have set up, right? We cannot serve two masters. What is going to reign in your heart? So as you go through the next week, weeks, as you go through life, I want you to consider, you know, where are the idols hiding in your life? Can you see them and how you spend your time and how you think your thought life and how you're reacting? Are you putting God first? Ask God to reveal the idols to you. Lord, I just pray that you, that you create in us a clean heart, Lord, that you renew a right spirit within us, Lord. Each person that is listening today, Lord, I ask that you reveal the idols in their hearts that they have placed up before you, Lord, so that they can be aware of them and that they can smash them down and choose to put you first, Lord, because we know in you that is where all of our goodness is. That is where all goodness is, Lord. Lord, I thank you for each of these women. I thank you for the way that you're moving in this ministry, the way that you're moving in their lives. And I ask that you bless their family and just help them to go deeper with you, Lord. Help them to put you first. Give them the desire to put you first. In the name of Jesus, amen.
Ladies, I hope that you take some time to consider this and to really ask the Lord to reveal these idols to you. And if you found this episode helpful, if it has blessed you, please share it with a friend. God bless. Mm -hmm.